Hey, grown-ups! Eating better is easy with Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. We're a vegetarian household over here, and there were tons of delicious options over at Factor. I highly recommend. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50, T-A-L-E-S 50, and use code tales50 to get 50% off. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com slash tales50 to get 50% off. Hey, grown-ups! if you could imagine the perfect education for your tailblazer, what would it look like? You might say hands-on learning, small class sizes, deep reading, open discussion. And for many of us, that list includes a personal one-on-one tutor. That kind of personal attention can accelerate their grasp of difficult concepts. The problem is, tutors can be astronomically expensive, and tutor quality can vary widely. That's where Synthesis Tutor comes in. It's an educational AI that can bring your student from an average to exceptional grasp of mathematics. The tutor works like a human tutor would, slowing down in areas where they're struggling and speeding up when they're gaining momentum. Except, unlike a traditional tutor, Synthesis Tutor is always available and is just $29 a month. Visit synthesis.com slash girltales to get 10% off and begin learning with Synthesis Tutor today. Hey grown-ups, Women's History Month is sneaking up on us and we want you and your tailblazers to join in the celebration of the amazing women who have broken barriers, shattered glass ceilings, and made history. But hey, we're not just looking back, we're also cheering on the future history makers, our very own tailblazers. Here's how you can join in on the celebrating. Grab your phone or tablet and record a quick 10 seconds or less of an audio message. Your tailblazer can tell us about a woman that they admire who changed history. Or you, the grown-up, can give the tailblazer an empowering message about how they will change history. We'll feature these recordings on our Girl Tales episodes all through March. This opportunity is available to our awesome Patreon members on Team Alba or higher. You'll find the instructions on how to send us your recording on our Patreon page. Happy Almost Women's History Month. Hey, Tailblazers. I'm Rebecca Cunningham, and this is Girl Tales a kids' podcast of feminist stories for a new generation. Before we get started, I'd like to wish a very happy birthday to Rory in Ottawa and send a very special shout-out to Sequoia in Berkeley, California. Rory and Sequoia, thank you so much for listening to Girl Tales. Grown-ups, if you would like to hear your child's name at the top of our next tale, Head to patreon.com slash girltales and donate today. Now on to our episode. 
This is Hermes and their magical shoes. Enjoy! I'd like to tell you about a friend of mine. Their name is Hermes. Hermes is our local mail person here in Freshwater, but they don't deliver the mail by car or train or by horse for that matter. Instead, Hermes flies. You see, Hermes has an incredible pair of magical shoes. When you first look at them, they look like pretty ordinary sandals. But on closer inspection, you might notice that tucked into the sides of the sandals are sets of wings. And Hermes uses these special winged sandals to fly around freshwater. In one moment, Hermes can fly to visit me in my treehouse to hand me a postcard from Amina Appleseed, then zoom over in the next moment to visit Nessie in the lake to deliver the new shiny object she had ordered. Hermes is so fond of their winged sandals that they even gave the pair of shoes a name. Telaria. When Hermes was younger, they used to like to run really, really fast. They would speed through fresh water, their feet almost a blur they were running so quickly, kicking up dirt and dust behind them with every footstep. Hermes loved to run, and if you listened closely, you could hear Hermes' laughter in the wind as they were sprinting. In fact, it was hard to even think about Hermes without thinking of them running through freshwater at all hours of the day. At first, it was exciting to see Hermes run. The speed, the joy, the fun. But over time, the speed and joy and fun began to wear off as some of the harsher realities set in. For example, one time, Hermes was running through the town and they weren't paying attention to where they were going. Their mind was on other things and before Hermes knew it, they were running through the busy town square during the weekly farmer's market. Hermes was fast enough to dodge most of the shoppers, but suddenly they ran right through Old MacDonald's beautiful display of fruits and vegetables. Holy cow! Fruits and veggies went flying across the center of town but Hermes wouldn't have known. They were already a half mile away. All they knew is they were somehow holding a handful of delicious strawberries, which they ate as a mid-run snack. Another time, Hermes was running a quick errand, and I mean running, when the wind forced from their speed knocked down a beautiful display of decorations Cupid had just finished arranging in a store window. Cupid had spent all day getting that display up. All that hard work, gone. But Hermes wouldn't have known. By the time Cupid was cleaning up, Hermes was back home, taking off their running shoes and settling down for the day. And one time, Hermes was going on what they considered to be a light jog. They laced up their favorite running sneakers and noticed that it had started to drizzle. They set off from their house, figuring that the rain might make their run a little muddy, but no matter, it would probably clear up soon. Off they ran, past the woods and the apple orchard, past the school and by the lake, barely noticing that the rain was picking up. 
At this point, Hermes was pretty far from home when they noticed that the rain was showing no signs of letting up. So they decided to run back home as fast as they could and take the shortcut through the center of town to get back even faster. The rain was coming down in sheets and the path home was more muddy than Hermes imagined. Still, Hermes pressed on, barely noticing that every step they took kicked big splashes of mud up behind them. Hermes may not have noticed, but let me tell you that mud went everywhere. On rooftops, on windows, on statues. It blocked doors from being able to open, filled up fountains, bounced onto benches, and studged up stairways. Hermes arrived home just as the rain was letting up. They turned around to look back at Freshwater, only to their surprise. Almost the entire town was covered in mud. Through the piles of mud, Hermes could hear the residents of Freshwater groaning. What on earth? How did mud get all over oh my, my house? Oh my goodness, I so much mud. mud everywhere. Oh, terrible, so much mud. I've done it this time, Hermes thought. But I think I know how to make this right. Hermes ran back to the center of Freshwater. Don't worry, Hermes yelled to anyone who could hear. I got us into this mess, but I'll get us out. And with that, Hermes ran out of town. Don't worry, Hermes wasn't running away. Instead, they were running to meet their friend Hephaestus, who was in a neighboring town with a touring crafts fair. You see, Hephaestus was an incredible craftsman and blacksmith, and Hermes thought perhaps he could make them a giant shovel to clear out the mud or a very tall ladder to reach the mud up on the rooftops. Hermes arrived at the craft fair and found Hephaestus already at his booth crafting away. Hephaestus listened to Hermes's story about how they loved to run fast, but how being so earthbound had caused them trouble. Hermes asked if he could make something for them that could help them with their problem. Hephaestus's face lit up with delight, and he immediately set off to work. Sparks began to fly from his station. I wonder what he's making, Hermes thought. Is it a ladder? Is it a shovel? Hephaestus continued to work when Hermes realized he was working on something rather small. They looked closer and saw strips of leather and heard the sounds of a sewing machine. I wonder how something that small and sewn together will be able to help me with such a big problem, thought Hermes. Soon Hephaestus was done. He turned around from his workstation, holding a beautiful pair of leather sandals. Hermes was confused. How could a pair of shoes help them clean the town? They picked up the sandals and held them up. That's when the shoes began to move. From the side straps sprung wings, beautiful strong wings that seemed to shimmer in the sunlight and flutter like a hummingbird. Hermes dropped the shoes in surprise and was even more surprised to see that the shoes could fly on their own. Hermes clapped in delight. <laughs> Hephaestus caught the flying sandals and handed them to Hermes, explaining that maybe these shoes could help Hermes reach high and low to clear out the mud and help Hermes get to their future destinations quickly without causing so much mess. Hermes put on the shoes gratefully and set off back towards fresh water. 
You might imagine that wearing flying shoes for the first time might be tricky, but Hermes managed pretty well. Within a few steps, Hermes realized that they were running, but in the air. As they ran home, they practiced flying high and low, fast and slow. These flying sandals are amazing, Hermes thought. By the time they got back to freshwater, the sun had dried the mud enough that it was pretty easy for Hermes to scoop it up and move it to a place where it wouldn't be in the way. Hermes worked as quickly as they could. With the help of their magical flying shoes, Hermes made fast work of cleaning up their mess. In the first hour, the streets were all cleaned. The second, the rooftops. The third, all the store windows. As the sun was setting, Hermes was just finishing cleaning up the last bit of mud from the benches in the town square. The town was so grateful for Hermes. Even though their speed and passion for running had gotten the town into this mess, it was that same speed and passion for running, along with a perfect pair of magical shoes, that helped get the town out of it. But that moment sparked something else in Hermes, too. Hermes discovered how much they loved using their talents to help people out. One day I had to deliver a message to Sasquatch in the woods, but I was over by the orchard. Who helped me out but Hermes, who flew to my side and then to Sasquatch in the blink of an eye. Word got around town that Hermes was a great messenger, and soon Hermes got a job as the town's mail person. Now Hermes gets to deliver messages and mail all across Freshwater and beyond, running as fast as they can in their magical flying shoes. That was Hermes and Their Magical Shoes by Megan Bagala. Produced, performed, and executive produced by me, Rebecca Cunningham. Girl Tales is a Cordelia Studios production. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And grown-ups, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening, and remember, I believe in you.